Show. Stories of the pandemic for people living in the pandemic. No one is alone on the pandemic show. Thanks for joining us as we unite humanity through stories of hope, connection, and community in the face of the global pandemic. We are all in this together, and we're glad you're here together with us. Thanks for taking a moment to like, subscribe, and follow the pandemic show on social media. Thank you for joining us as we work to unite humanity with stories of shared experience. Today, we transcend time and space to LaRange, Saskatchewan, into the middle of the Boreal Forest to talk with folk roots sensation, Dara Shindelka. Tansi, Dara, thanks so much for joining us today. Tansi, welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you. It's great to be here. We are now in May, 2021. The pandemic has been raging around the world for over a year. Can you tell us what life was like in your northern community in before times? Absolutely. I live in an outdoor community. We're water-based, even though time marches on and we have highways and, you know, air an airport that comes in and out. What really draws people here and keeps people here is the the Nordic skiing, the canoeing, the ice fishing, all of those outdoor activities. However, we're also very isolated and small. So there was a real sense of gathering together. People didn't meet at coffee shops to get together. People met in homes. So in one way, not much changed as in and the outdoor adventures and, and ways people were outside connecting with nature. But what did change is the connections and relationships with each other, because we were obviously we are not going into each other's homes. So very different, but with the nature aspect, not as different as you'd think. So the pandemic struck. I know in Southern Ontario, where I am, and I am here on the traditional territory of the neutral people, and I'm just very thankful to be walking on the earth where I am with people of all different communities. How did the pandemic change where your community was? Here, we were put into a lockdown. School went, school went online. You were only supposed to go out for groceries. The first like three months, it was a ghost town. From gridlock on the streets in the city, and I mean literal gridlock in Waterloo Region. It's like the 401 in Toronto. But the pandemic slowed it down. I'll give it that. The first part of the pandemic, there was no cars. Then we kind of opened up. Then we shut down. Then we opened up. Then we shut down. But have you gone through a similar lockdown as a big southern city? Absolutely interesting. Because in the larger context, we have very much followed you. But in the the smaller waves. By the way, I'm a proud Treaty 6 territory person. I myself am a third generation immigrant, but I live among the Cree and the Métis and the Dene people here in the Precambrian Shield of Northern Saskatchewan. Very honored that I am able to uh, live on the land there. And as far as the pandemic came, we had that same lockdown. 
And yes, everything, work went indoors, children went indoors, everything was locked down, everyone was at home. Summer, it seemed to sort of open up a bit, but with the second and the third waves, we have went through the same thing. You know, we're, our numbers are, obviously we're a very small community and we have many different um, reserves actually where I live and uh, Métis settlements and towns kind of scattered. So because we're so isolated, if you can get one, the bad thing is that if there's one or two or three people that bring COVID accidentally, you know, inadvertently into a community, it spreads very quickly. But the good thing is it's also really easy to contain. And so that's what it's been. It's been, I could liken it to, you know, um, wildfires where they, they catch on instead of in, in a huge area of islands, jumping from island to island. And so it comes on quick, but together community works really well together, trying to, you know, get our vaccinations, what have you, everybody's working together. So it's a worldwide thing. We remind ourselves we're in this all together our numbers are low now, but we kind of follow what the larger cities, so in the, the Saskatchewan province, the province is really following what Regina and Saskatoon have. So those numbers have been high. And if we follow the path that the rest of the pandemic has been going on, we will see our numbers rising as well. We just sort of usually have a delay in what's happening in the larger centers. The variants are really whipping up trouble here in Ontario right now. It's interesting that there are those rural urban divisions and important differences with the pandemic. Rural areas do benefit from low density, which is a positive. But then also if it does get in, there's not the rural hospital infrastructure to do everything. So I know I've been getting through this pandemic, talking to people on the pandemic show, stories of the pandemic for the people of the pandemic and listening to music and exploring music. I've been listening to your work over the pandemic and thank you so much for reaching out to the show. I think you heard the Cameron and Crawford episode and you hear that we're always looking for people to talk with us about the pandemic. You said you had an album we should check out and boy, am I glad I did. From COVID Christmas to Like a Swallow, it's really helped me with the pandemic, especially transcending through time and space to the boreal forest. I've been watching the videos on YouTube. I also like how you've been doing online concerts and outdoor shows when it's allowed by public health. You've been raising awareness and supporting Rock Against Racism, the Pippawapin Women's Shelter, and the Multicultural Council, just to name a few. You've been busy supporting your community, and that's where the, the positive stories seem to be coming from. From wherever we've been able to talk to someone, it's community looking out for community. And can, do any examples of that just pop up and what's going on in terms of how the community's mobilized? I know when the pandemic struck, we didn't have PPE. And around where I live, people just started sell, buy, making masks and then selling them to their neighbors. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. We don't, you know, and, and my heart as a musician, I believe we are creative and we have a way of communicating that not everyone else has. And so... I was one of the very fortunate people that still had a way of taking care of myself financially. I wanted to use the music that I make as a way of helping others that maybe aren't in that same position. And we know are all over people have lost jobs, lost businesses, lost homes, lost so many things because the economy and everything that the health 
conditions of people. There's so many reasons. As a creative communicator, that's what I like to say I am. That was a way that I could support and, and rally community. So yes, I got on board when I was asked, first of all, by groups like Stay Human Productions or Rock Against Racism. They were doing fundraisers for other worthy causes. And I said, absolutely, I'll do a live stream for that. You know, I'll raise money for that. And then again, you mentioned the Pawap and Women's Shelter. There are unfortunately people that are coming away from abusive situations and needing a safe shelter. And that doesn't end. There, there's all of these things, you know, that are still going on in our world in spite of the pandemic we sometimes forget those because they don't make the headlines and and as a community we don't want to forget the people that have already been um, marginalized and often victimized so i i have a real heart for that and so i wanted to make sure that as a musician i was able to raise awareness hey guys if you're able to give i'm going to do a live stream but here is the link if you can give five dollars if you can get $25, if you can give $50, you know, let's support that. And it's been really, really awesome to see how many people that weren't even from that area that would just get on board and give and share. I sang at a province-wide telethon called Telemiracle, which is usually a big event in the city and it's in person. And, you know, they raised millions of dollars over that weekend. And it was, again, just a way of people from all over able to connect and to give and to share what they have with others. It happens all the time, but in the pandemic, I believe it's moved from in-person to almost like this virtual world. So what I've noticed is that when you're saying transcending time and space, absolutely people that would be from a completely different part of the province were giving to a little tiny town in Northern Saskatchewan to the, the shelter for the children there so that those children have gifts in that winter break and and that wouldn't have happened pre-pandemic because there wouldn't have been that setup and and beyond the time when you take say time and space that show was put on a live stream and it was you know aired at one certain time but because it's still on there people would come back to that facebook page and they were giving even after the event had taken place so I love when you're saying transcends time and space because not only do the events and the ways we can help, but who can help and when they can help has also totally opened up because of the virtual world that we've all brought ourselves into because of this pandemic. The pandemic twists, the pandemic turns. I'm just thankful that that rocket from China when it re-entered the earth and fell uncontrollably, I'm just so thankful no one was hurt. Now, we're going to do a new segment here on the Pandemic Show. We're going to take your some of your song titles and turn them into a Pandemic question. Ready? I'm in. Right on. Yeah. Is the Pandemic wasted time? For those of you in the audience... One of Dara's recent hits is Wasted Time. <laughs> wasted Time is the frame of mind. It's a, it's a frame of mind where the glass is half empty. And so just like 
half of the people that could be listening right now could say the pandemic is completely wasted time. I want to move on. I can't wait till it's over. There might be other people that would say, you know, this has certainly caused things to come to a halt, but because I have had to stop, I've had to reevaluate. I've had to re reconfigure my life. I've had to do things to make them better moving forward. So wasted time. I would like to think that I'm a positive person, even though I am the one who penned those words in that song. I do believe that the pandemic is a way of showing us new things and new ways to do things. So it's not wasted time if we choose to make it so. Wasted time is a state of mind. It makes me think of Delana Gale Bowen. She's in Vancouver and she's got tremendously powerful music. She's got a great voice. She's done a song about Chief Dan George. She's done a song about uh, missing and murdered Indigenous women. She's got a lot of powerful, she's just a matriarch of of powerful blues music. I caught an interview she did during the pandemic. She has knowledge from an ancient civilization that's been around and they view the pandemic as as a time to reflect, to do some personal wellness. It's a time for maybe a community to evaluate things. Maybe it's a time to evaluate how we're going to move out of this pandemic better than we came in. I know in Ontario it's demonstrated all the structural problems we had in before times. And the pandemic has shown us that massive change is possible under certain circumstances, like the pandemic. So hopefully we come out better. Wasted time is a state of mind. I think it's each person has to make the most out of their pandemic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Makes me wonder then too, to a conversation I was fortunate to have after Folk on the Rocks in Northwest Territories with Buffy St. Marie, and it makes me wonder about the great healing. And you hear some people say expressions like it's always darkest before the light. Makes me wonder if in some universal way, this pandemic is part of the great healing. By exposing all of our structural problems, it allows us to have these uncomfortable conversations around them. And a lot of times the conversation is the first step and the hardest step. I would agree with that. I think of it like the momentum of a wave. I believe what you're saying and I can, I do believe it can happen, but we need to have enough people turn that tide and not only embrace that, that feeling of healing and, and not to deny it from thinking through and, and, and letting that spread, letting that spread and letting it kind of, kind of permeate the landscape around us. So I, I agree. I think it could, I think it, it should. Whether it will is determined on how we as a larger society, even just thinking of our country, we are a democracy. So for better or for worse, we we move with the tide, meaning we move with the flow. We move with what the most amount of people are, are going along with. So that's kind of scary, but it's also kind of exciting because we can we can do it at a grassroots level and, and hopefully bring that positive idea that that's what's going to happen. So I sure hope so. I sure hope so. It's going to be like making maple syrup. A lot of work, but worth the work. Next question. Does love live in the pandemic? Based on your song, Love Lives Here. I love that question. 
And the whole purpose of that song was written thinking about my home. And when it was released last spring, the pandemic had struck. And so here we are in the pandemic and the song Love Lives Here comes out. The idea was thinking of where we live, the space we take up with the people we share a home with becomes both our safe place, but it can also become our battleground. In this pandemic, we have seen, you know, breakups. We have seen cracks in relationships, whether it's roommates and friendships, whether it's sibling rivalry, whether it's, you know, partners and whatever it is, we've seen such dramatic relational kind of cracks in the system, but also maybe unity. And so the song Love Lives Here talks about what my desire is and what I believe everyone's desire is our home to be a place of peace, a place where you sense love, you sense safety, and not just you as an individual, but we, meaning whoever is sharing that space with you. And I loved actually that the song did come out when we were all isolated, like we were in full on lockdown when that song came out. And it speaks about you know, no matter where you come from, no matter what mistakes you feel you've made or the journey you're on, you are there. I believe you're there for a reason because you're not, you didn't turn left, you didn't turn right. You're smack dab in the spot you're in. And so love lives here. That's what I want. I want everybody in my home. So the song itself speaks to what I, I believe we all want in this pandemic is to have that safe place. We are spending so much time in our homes right now. It's incredible. So just thinking about love lives here. It's a pretty incredible thought. And it's, it's a micro world. It's a micro world. I remember as a little girl playing with dolls, my brother and I were playing with GI Joes and on that space, on this carpet, you know, in this like little space, maybe two feet by two feet, I had a world in front of me and I could make that world divisive and I could make them fight or they could all get along. And so we do that as children, we create these worlds. And then somehow, as we get older, we realize we look outward and we see around us who else is sharing that space with us. And then, you know, before the pandemic, I'd say, we, we didn't think, I would say most of us did not think as much about that home as being our, a little micro world, just like when we were little kids playing with our dolls. And, and that's sort of what we've had to do is we've had to take all of that energy and bring it to, to unity and peace and healing right here in our homes. Healing, hope, all helped by love. Next question, Saskatoon Berry Syrup or Saskatoon Berry Jam? The song, Saskatoon Berry. <laughs> I love that one. I And by the way, the song was written after a day of collecting, picking Saskatoon berries. And it was one of those beautiful sunny days being outside. And it was right in the midst of this pandemic in the summer. But again, nature helps us to take breaks from what's going on in society if you get out there by yourself you 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 know you're not wearing a mask you're doing things that you would have done nature connects us back to sort of the before times for for lack of a better way to explain it 
So that song reminded me of just enjoying the moment. That's exactly what it's about, enjoying the moment. As far as those two questions, I've got to say, I am a Saskatoon berry syrup person, 100%. Put the syrup on the pancakes in the morning. That's my de definitive choice, absolutely. Saskatoon berry is a very popular sweet whole treat in Ontario. Shout out to Kathy, Kathy and Bright. She hooked me up with some Saskatoon Berry product and uh, we'll be interviewing her in an upcoming episode and we'll have to, we'll have to talk Saskatoon Berry. Next question. Absolutely. Now you've written some, some anthem. Well, you've written, you've written a powerful song, an anthem. And I think the pandemic show, we're going to include this in our social media schedule for Women's Day and every day. And every day. But what has the pandemic, Thou Art Loosed on Women? And it's based on your song, Thou Art Loosed, which is an anthem for women, celebrating women. It absolutely is celebrating women. And I believe that that song came together through my lens, but really it wasn't just made for me. I wrote it in particular thinking about an anti-hymn. And what I'm saying is anti-hymn in the sense, it's it sounds like it has a gospel feel. It has a religious feel, but it is not. If you And in fact, some people were saying to me, oh, is that a church song? And I said, it is not a church song because it is speaking if you listen to the words the speaking to the true freedom that comes from one person saying i am free i am free thou art loosed you know i thou art am loosed free and i just chose to use that language i chose to use a campfire feel like kind of like a gospel feel because to me music has the power to transcend and to move and where do we see that historically done so well and I believe in many cases so manipulatively is in organized institutionalized religions because they know music is powerful and so music has come into places to use it as a tool to have people conform or to feel a certain way or to believe a certain thing. And so you I may... wanted to take the power of music and take that power of music, but make it about freedom, not about conforming, not about following along, but about loosing chains and being free to be who you want to be, where you want to be, doing what you do and loving who you love. The women that joined me came from all walks of life on the video. If you get a chance, it's on my YouTube channel. And it was powerful in that room. The I, I, I vouch for that. It was powerful. It is powerful. Yeah. And I, I, I can't, sorry to have interrupted you, but I'm just frothing at the bit to jump in here. I would love to hear that. I could imagine hearing that song Sunday morning at Guelph Lake in Ontario in the hillside gospel tent. But, and you said it's not a church song. And I agree with, I agree. You're saying it's not a traditional organized religion song but i would say that it feels like a church song in the sense of the church of trees the church of the cosmos the church of people's connection with nature and that's where we see the divine and the sacred or at a bluegrass brunch 
at a bluegrass brunch where one of the things are those kinds of community building songs that everybody could potentially sing along with, like in your music video, everyone singing along really just amplified the tingle factor. I absolutely do that. In fact, it's, it's awesome that you say that because I have more than once quite often used that song as sort of either in the middle or at the end of a concert that I've done and have people sing along and, and, and it is, it is a, it's a song, you know, when you write lyrics and then you write music and it means something to you, you don't know if it's going to mean something to someone else, but there are songs like that, that I have definitely felt the feeling, the vibes coming out of the room that we're all in this together. And, and again, that's right. That's the feel. That's the, the idea of that church, the feeling of the church of unity, the church of all of us being together and something bigger than ourselves is happening when we can unite. Again, I come back to music because music is the means of what I use to communicate and to, to bring that unity and to lift it up. And it's so awesome as a performer to be able to see that happen. Now it's hard in the pandemic when we're in a virtual world, but when even in a backyard, you know, and hoping, hoping that happens again, even this summer, I have many shows booked. We'll see if we, you know, all the regulations happen, we'll see, but it happens more so in person. So um, I love that the video came out. It, we recorded that at the end of February last year. So right before the lockdown, it was like the third week, I think, middle or third week of February 2020 when it was recorded in that room. And you can feel, you can see what was going on in that room. However, it happens, it happens. But interesting, because you can still see it virtually, but I believe those kinds of songs are meant to be sung in a room acoustically together with other people. I am so thankful for memories of those of similar types of experiences, singing with people. And I am thankful for the positivity and optimism that we're gonna get there again. I'm realizing now though, more than any other point in the pandemic that it's gonna require a lot of work. It's gonna require a lot of work, learning from the mistakes of before time, getting political leaders in office that are going to respond to the changes we need to make for the planet and each other. And we're going to have to spend a lot of time and work singing with people we disagree with. Yesterday, saw a video someone I know posted, and they were proud to be at an anti-mask rally. And I find it just a selfish act. And we're going to have to unify. And I know that being disappointed in someone that I want to have in my community just over something like that is insignificant to some of the divisions in communities. So there's a lot of hard work and tough conversations that need to be had, but hard work and tough conversations, we will then get to reap the rewards of the healing and all the positivity that we're gonna manifest. And the magic and delight that people are finding in the music is what's getting us through it. It's complex. Your songs is a lot of strong nature imagery, like like a swallow. I was listening to that today and it made me just so thankful for the return of the hummingbirds. And then I looked outside and saw a hummingbird. And when I was listening to grass and the imagery of animals on pasture, it took me to simpler times when I was out with Taco and Salisbury and Thelma and Louise and Jack the One-Eyed Driving Pony. 
who only spoke low German. But those times are <laughs> are behind me, but the memories are there. And I'm thankful to listen to great music, family, music you can listen to with your family. This is like all ages show. You could play with Cuckoo Kangaroo or The Evaporators. Thank you for creating wonderful images in the audience's mind with your really positive and upbeat songs. And thanks so much for your time here today on the Pandemic Show where we work to unite humanity with stories of shared experience. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Thanks for listening to The Pandemic Show. We're all in this together, and we're glad you're here together with us. Physically distance with us at pandemishow.com. Be a part of our community by subscribing to and sharing The Pandemic Show. Thanks for taking a minute to email an episode, share a link, or promote us on social media. Pandemic Show is on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. Stories from the pandemic for the people of the pandemic. Do you have an interesting pandemic story and want to share? Email us at pandemishow at gmail.com. Thanks to all our guests. Thanks to Giant Value for singing us in and letting us know everything is going to be all right. No one is alone at the pandemic show. <laughs>